Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today, we are going to be talking about all of the events from Tuesday, May 18th of 2021. You guys, what a day. Like, it's just going to be one of those weeks, I think, where, like, a lot of stuff is happening all week, Um, which is great. I'm not going to complain, except I'm going to (laughs) complain. Like, I love it. Don't get me wrong. Um, But... It's a lot. And, you know, I think one of the perks of starting this podcast and growing it and developing it during COVID was that things were relatively calm um, all the time. And so it's just now dawning on me that there are going to be days like yesterday more frequently as time goes on where like there's multiple big events happening on the same day in multiple countries. And while I love that, I simultaneously am stressing. Um, And look, I don't think we're coming into what is officially like summer season. So things are going to die down for a lot of our families over the next like few months culminating in August where like nothing is happening. Um, So like. June is going to be fairly busy still. The rest of May is probably going to be busy. June is going to be fairly busy. And then things are going to be pretty chill, I would say, until like the last couple, last week or so of August. Um, and I only think that's going to be busy because it's like back to school. And a few royals are going to schools outside of their country. Also, they're going to the same school, but still. Um, so like that could impact some things. But for the most part, I think it'll be pretty chill in August. I'm still planning on going um, with an episode every week. And, like, if big things are happening, do, like, special episodes like that. Um, But I'm curious as to how the rest of this month is going to go. I'm not going to lie. So we are going to start today's episode. Um, We are skipping Belgium because there was nothing going on there and move right on in to the British royal family. Today, the Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall started a two-day visit to Northern Ireland. So they started their day in Belfast. Um, So reminder, Northern Ireland is part of the UK. It's not the Republic of Ireland, which is where like Dublin and Cork are. And Belfast is in Northern Ireland, which is part of the UK. Um, I know that gets confusing, particularly for like Everything I say is through the lens and perspective of being an American, like being a United States citizen. Um, And so just like keep that in mind if you're listening to this, like I'm an American who 
is more, I am above average in terms of like my foreign country knowledge. I'm not great, but I am above average. Um, And so when I say things like this to clarify, like, hey, Northern Ireland, part of the UK, not a whole different country. Um, It's because this morning I had to remind myself that Northern Ireland is part of the UK. Now, it was a quick reminder, but it was still like a, okay, Belfast, Belfast is in Northern Ireland, Northern Ireland is in the UK. Like, it was a relatively quick thing, but I still had to do it. Um, Because we hear the word Ireland and I and many around me think of like Dublin and Cork and not necessarily the part that's in the UK. And they're very two distinct countries. So like, I want to make sure that I make everyone who may be listening, who doesn't know, aware um, to help kind of create that culture. So um, today the Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall started their trip um, at the Belfast City Hall which was part of, um, like, the origination of the the separation. So, like, Northern Ireland's first parliament was held there. Um, the elections were held there after the separation between Northern Ireland and the Republic, um, which I think we decided was, like, 100 years ago um, recently. So that was the first stop. And then together, again, they visited the Education Authority headquarters where they met with young people who have been supported by youth services throughout Belfast. Um, And then the agenda separated. So Charles and Camilla attend, this is how they're like, this is not a foreign trip. This is a work trip, like a, a country visit, but this is how their trips tend to go. They, they do a few events together every, every day. And then they separate their agendas, um, to focus on things that each of them are more passionate about or more involved in. Um, And that's what they do. Like this happens in pretty much every visit that I've covered from them when they do things like this together. Um, So um, we'll start with Charles' agenda. So he visited the Harland Wolf Commercial Shipyard, um, which is responsible for like building ships such as the Titanic. So hopefully they've gotten better. I realize now that that's like not actually a good thing. Um, The completion of the Titanic was a feat in and of itself. Um, Obviously things did not go well for the Titanic. Um, But it, it has successfully built other ships. Um, but that was like the biggest one. I think it was involved in, um, like, I I don't know. I don't know a lot of ships and I don't think a lot of people do. Um, so let's see if it says here, um, the RMS Olympic is another one. Um, Her Majesty, Her Majesty's Royal Ship. Uh, I don't know if this was... This is not um, Britannia, but Britannic uh, and Her Majesty's ship Belfast. So, like, there are several more that have not ended in horrible tragedy. Um, 
So that was his first event. And then he also, they added this, this event after I finished my script. So let me take a quick peek. So he visited the, oh boy, uh, Schliefgolen Forest Park, um, in County, nope, nope, I'm not even going to try. Um, so the, he visited that park, um, and then Camilla visited the Car, uh, Cara Murphy Silversmith Workshop. Um, so this is like a family of silversmiths who have been doing this. So Cara's father was one. Her daughter is now just training to become a silversmith. Um, I haven't looked to see if she has social media because have you ever like fallen into the social media trap of like watching really relaxing like videos or even Facebook where like people are making things? That's what this is. And I just want to like watch her make silver things for the rest of my life. Not going to lie. That would make me happy. Um, so those were the events in Northern Ireland today. And then everything else was relatively quiet. Um, so we are going to take a look at the court circular because I'm sure there were some behind the scenes events that were happening today. Um, I'm just not entirely sure what those were. So let's take a quick peek here. Um, I'm doing my court circular a little bit differently today. I'm trying it on my iPad because I'm sitting here and so is my iPad. And if it doesn't work, we'll check my phone. So today is May 18th. Um, oh, I love her. Okay. So at Windsor Castle, um, the right and honorable Jacinda Ardern, prime minister of New Zealand had an audience with the queen via telephone, uh, this morning. So for Jacinda Ardern, it probably would have been like early evening. Um, and I love Jacinda Ardern legit love her. She is one of my favorite political people in the world. Um, like truly is amazing. So that was, um, Windsor. So that was Queen Elizabeth's event for the day. And then, um, let's see. I'm, so it looks like there were some other things going on that they haven't shared yet. Um, so let's see. The Prince of Wales held a couple of different um, meetings. So he met with the Secretary of State for Northern Ireland. Um, he met with the First Minister of Northern Ireland. Um, the Duchess of Cornwall visited the 2nd Battalion of the Rifles Regiment. Um, and then she visited, okay, so that's the silversmith. Um, so those things they haven't shared about, at least that I saw. Um, and then at Kensington Palace, uh, the Duke of Cambridge, joint patron of the Royal Foundation of the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge this morning held a meeting for the Earthshot Prize where they announced two additional, um, like members of the Earthshot, Earthshot Committee. Um, so that is what was going on in the UK, and now we are going to go ahead and move on to the Danish royal family.
Denmark today, there was just one event and it wasn't even really an event, but it's something that like is really important. So we're going to talk about it. Um, so today, Crown Prince Frederick received his first dose of COVID vaccination. Um, and along with that shared a message about that. So every now and then it seems like Frederick and Mary will write their own like social media posts. Um, or at least that's the way it appears. I assume that they do it. Um, so today he wrote, today I got my first jab. Thanks to all of you who help us on our way to our normal everyday life again. So Denmark and most of the EU countries are still doing like tiered doses. So Frederick is turning 53 in a few weeks. Um, and so he, his age range is right now, but like Crown Princess Mary is, um, just turned 48 or 49, 49. Um, so her age range is in a couple of weeks. Um, but I wanted to talk about this because we haven't talked about a Royal getting a, a dose for a while. Um, just because I don't know if, Belgium just isn't announcing. I would assume that they will when King Philippe gets his, but he hasn't yet, I guess, or they haven't, they didn't announce it. Um, and I don't know what each country is doing. So like, I know Denmark because they put, like, they shared about it. Um, and I know Spain because I follow Spanish news as closely as I do state, like U.S. news. Um, but... I just wanted to talk about the importance of like seeing notable people get the vaccine and just talking about it and encouraging people and sharing experiences. So you all know I shared my experience of vaccination. Um, I was relatively lucky to receive mine very early on as the states like actually before um, the US made 16 and over available to everyone. I um, looked into my first dose and therefore got my second dose relatively soon after. Um, so I am fully vaccinated. I've been vaccinated for over two weeks. Um, so I'm like fully not immune, but like fully vaccinated. The antibodies have taken effect, which is awesome. Um, but I felt that it was really important, even though like I am not, I am not someone that like People are going to look to on the street to see if I got vaccinated, but I wanted to share my experience because I still think it's really important that there's like a variety of things out there. So I got vaccinated and I told everybody, um, and the importance of Royals sharing that they got vaccinated is, I think, really important, um, because it instills confidence in those people who like may be a little fearful or may think, you know, like whatever reason they have for not getting vaccinated. So I think it's really important that like Frederick shared this and I think it was really important. I know it was really important when they shared Queen Elizabeth's experience, like when they shared that she had gotten vaccinated. Um, I've heard several accounts of people, um, who were elderly who only got theirs because the queen did. Um, 
And so, like, she encouraged them. Um, And I would imagine that same kind of conversation is happening everywhere. Um, I think the only ones who have fully said they won't announce is the Netherlands. Um, But I think they probably, I don't know. I don't know. Um, And I don't know what Spain will do. So King Felipe like just is just now or will be eligible at the end around this, the end of this month. Um, So I would have, I would expect that they're announcing it unless they're doing it privately because like his mother has been photographed, like paparazzi photographed getting her, her vaccines. So like, I would imagine they would announce King Felipe's, but I don't know. But I think that's like really important that they are being announced. So I wanted to share that and talk about vaccinations in general. Please, if you're eligible to get vaccinated, please get vaccinated. Um, I would love to, like, start going back to normal life, please. Um, I think it's really important that everyone be vaccinated and so we can all, like, comfortably live normally and have no problem. So that's my spiel on vaccinations. Okay, Um, so with that, we are going to go ahead now and move on to the Dutch royal family. surprised like I knew today was going to be at least this announcement that I'm about to talk about in the Netherlands but like there was there was another event I just expected the Netherlands to shut down for the next week essentially because of Eurovision which we'll talk about in just a second um but they King Willem Alexander was working and Queen Maxima it was pre-recorded so she didn't shoot she didn't participate today but like had a thing with the um uh, UN Secretary General's special advocate role that she has. Um, but first, we'll talk about the statement from King Willem Alexander and Queen Maxima. Um, so basically, they sent a message to mark the start of the Eurovision Song Contest, which started today. Um, I'll read the message and then we'll talk about Eurovision because as an American, I have thoughts. So um, the message read, Good luck to everyone taking part in the Eurovision Song Contest. We hope you have a wonderful time. Incredible work has been done by all those involved in organizing the event. We already have one winner, and that's Rotterdam. Signed, W.A. and Maxima, which is Willem Alexander. Um, Okay, you guys, I am an American. I have said that probably 20 times in this podcast because sometimes I think it's important. Other times it's like, no, I know what, I know what I'm talking about sometimes, not always, but like today, let me just preface. I am an American and Eurovision is a thing that I knew existed, but like have never watched. Um, my extent of the knowledge that I had of Eurovision is silly costumes and ABBA. 
Okay, and ABBA won in like the 70s with, I don't know if they won with Dancing Queen or not. I don't think they did because they performed that for the first time in front of Queen Sylvia of Sweden, like the night before her wedding at their concert because ABBA is from Sweden. But um, like, this is what I know of Eurovision and... I know it has live streamed before in the U.S. or, like, has been available for streaming. Um, But today it was the first time that I've ever watched it. So I watched Eurovision for the first time ever. Um, And, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Just, oh, my goodness. Eurovision, their first reaction to Um, Some of the countries that, like, made it through, I was shocked by, and then I went into, like, this deep dive of what Eurovision is. Like, Eurovision for beginners. Basically, Eurovision's for dummies from the States who don't get it. Um... (laughs) I now know that some of those are like intentional um (laughs) just it's so funny um so today was the first semi-final there's a second semi-final in two days on Thursday um and then there is the final and I think the final is on Saturday um so two days later I think. And you guys, I'm now like hooked on Eurovision. So I will definitely be watching on Thursday. I will be definitely watching the final um, because I can't help myself. <laughs> like full on watching the final with jubilation. Um, I don't have a, t- a country that I'm rooting for because I have never experienced Eurovision before. I am, of course, rooting for, like, one of the seven um, monarchies that I talk about. So far, um, six of them are in. So the only one that hasn't competed is Denmark, and they compete on Thursday. Um, And I very much would like for them to win and have, like, seven of the 26 teams be the monarchies that I talk about. I just kind of love that idea. Um... But I don't have, like, a country that I picked um, by any stretch. I just watched with my mouth agape because it was so, it's so extra. It's so extra. Um, Okay, so that's Eurovision. Um, So then we have today also King Willem Alexander visited an exhibit at the uh, Rich... Rich Museum um, that is focused on educating secondary students on slavery during the Dutch colonial period. So the Netherlands had a series of colonies. They still, they're not colonies anymore, but they still have like a few of their former colonies in part of, as part of their kingdom. Um, and as with any colonization it was atrocious um 
because people didn't look like they were Dutch. They were enslaved. Um, and anyway, it's really terrible. Um, and so this is geared at educating, like I said, those secondary education students. So um, if you're from the States, that's like kind of seventh grade through till 10th. Um, and then you hit like your A-levels and stuff in what would be our 11th grade. Um, so that was the day um, for the Dutch royal family. And then, like I said, Queen Maxima sent a video message um, today as in her role as uh, UNSGSA, but that wasn't shared on the Dutch royal house, so I'm not really going to talk about it. So that's what was going on in the Netherlands today. Um, I probably won't talk about Eurovision again on Thursday unless the Dutch royal family does something in relation to it. Um, but you can bet I'm going to talk about it on the weekend, like on Monday's episode that covers the weekend events because I'm going to be into it. Um, can't get on board with football, can totally get on board with Eurovision. So, so with that, we are going to go ahead and move on now to the Spanish royal family. Felipe had two events today. Um, so first he held an audience with the president of the International Committee of the Red Cross, who is currently on an official visit to Spain. Um, and oh, what a time to show up to Spain, Red Cross International Committee president. You guys, I wasn't sure if I was going to talk about this, but it's like taken some of my attention today. So there is, and I think I've briefly mentioned this before, but Spain has 17 autonomous communities. Two of those communities are on mainland Africa. They are just like, what we all think of Morocco, there are two spots kind of in that area that are Spanish autonomous communities. And so there is some stuff going on where Moroccan... Citizens are fleeing to try and start a new life in Spain and in Europe um, because obviously like we all talk in the States, we've all talked about like the American dream, but truly there is like a better quality of life in Europe for a lot of people. So thousands were swimming today. Um, into Spain. It started like in the wee hours of the morning and it's basically just chaos. Um, so the Red Cross is there, but also the police are there. Um, the, I don't know what military faction has been sent. I don't, I think it was Guardia Civil, which is like a police army unit. Um, not unit, like branch. It's its own branch of the military in Spain. Um, 
and it's ugly and I am kind of expecting it hasn't changed yet and I don't really think it'll change tomorrow because like we have to walk and chew gum um and so King Felipe needs to be promoting tourism tomorrow but like I do kind of anticipate that it could change if it like gears up anymore it could change his schedule um we'll see that's just purely like conjecture I don't know that it would do that um things like that have happened before but I don't know that it will this time um but it's pretty intense so that happened and so I just thought it was really interesting that the Red Cross was there at the same time um so that was his first event and then also today he attended the closing session of the conference for this is what it's called like the translation for companies and business families so I don't think it means like family businesses, which is what I originally had it translated at in my head. Um, but the conference itself is focused on the social role in com- of companies, like what companies are, should be doing in a welfare state. So a welfare state is a country that um, provides for its citizens and the people who pay taxes. So it includes things like free healthcare, free tuition, um, kind of these, like in our world, these Bernie Sanders, really liberal ideas, these socialist is what we call them. They're not socialist ideas. Like they're different. Um, like these democratic socialism ideas of free tuition and different things, um, where it is, free to get your health care and you don't pay a thousand dollars for like a Tylenol, um, which is not, it's an exaggeration, but not really. Um, so, and like how different companies can work to also face like the COVID crisis that we've all just experienced, because I think one thing that we'll see There aren't a lot of positives that come out of COVID, but like one thing that I think we'll see is a reaction from, I don't think we'll see this too much in the States, but like you're from foreign businesses in terms of how companies can work in a private public partnership to produce and aid in a health crisis. Um, And I am sure there are companies in the States that like dropped everything and went to making like PPE and hand sanitizer and things like that. In fact, I remember the early stages, but they weren't like huge companies. They weren't your Microsofts or your Googles or, um, you know, like that stuff just didn't really happen. I know they did a lot in terms of making products easier to access, but I don't think they ever like made them free. Um, that could be wrong, but, um, so that was the role. And so King Felipe in his speech talked a lot about the private public partnerships that are so important to a successfully run welfare state. So that's what was going on in Spain. And now we are going to finish this up in the Swedish Royal family.
I have had a lot to say today. Um, so there was there were three events in the Swedish royal family. Um, the first is King Carl Gustav took part in a digital board meeting for the Prince Gustav Adolf and Princess Sib Sibylla uh, Memorial Fund or Foundation. Um, and this also included Prince Carl Philip. So I think I'm not a thousand percent up on my um, Swedish royal family genealogy, but I think Prince Gustav Adolf is... Um, King Carl Gustav's father, I think. Um, but let me take a look. Yeah, he was. Um, and he was killed in a plane crash, um, before he was ever even crown prince. So, Carl Gustav became crown prince of Sweden at, like, the age of four or something because his father was already deceased. Um... So, that is a thing. So, there's this memorial foundation um, that Carl Gustav oversees, and assumingly, because Carl Philip is in on the call, um, will then be passed down to Carl Philip when the time comes for that. Um, and then also today, Queen Sylvia took part in a digital board meeting for Mentor International. I don't remember seeing this. I mean, we've talked about it a lot in the past couple months, but I don't remember seeing it previous to that, um, like, at all. And all of a sudden, it's just, like, made an appearance. Um, and, like, a lot. So I'm not sure if that's, like, a newer thing, a newer organization that she's taking on or what's going on or if they just, like, basically stopped functioning for a year because everything did. Um, you know, it could be both of those things at the same time. Um, so that is Queen Sylvia's agenda item for the day. And then also today, uh, Crown Princess Victoria continued her participation in the conference with CBOSS, which is, um, we talked about this in yesterday's episode. So that's a three-day conference. I told you I expected her to continue being a part of it for the next couple of days. And so she was no surprise there. So that is what is going on in all the countries today. Um, I'm a Eurovision convert. It has happened. It is um, hilarious and it's my new favorite thing. Also, I know that people take it very seriously. Um, I'm not to that point yet. Maybe I will be by Saturday night. Like I will be invested, um, but I'm not there yet. <laughs> we'll see what happens on Saturday. So that is where we are ending. Um, I will have photos and all of that good stuff posted on the website today. Um, so go visit thedailyroyal.com, thedailyroyal on Instagram, like and review this podcast, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. But until then, have a fantastic Wednesday. Bye.